0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and Abby, I, I are in shock. Abby, I'm extremely Abby, upset my, years, my son got married to Dear Ann Landers, who very happy. My wife swore camera to see a woman here ever. She thinks way to her family.
1: She her. had to get married. Dear Pod. I'm sure it's better on the computer. How old is your computer? What are you working with over there? Commodore 64?
2: It's made out of wood, so (laughs) I think it's pretty old.
1: It's actually just two sock puppets (laughs) in a frame.
2: It's more of a word processor than it is a... uh, Oh my Um,
1: God, I had a word processor. This tells you, back when I went to school, like they had a computer lab. Do you remember this? Like you would have a computer lab and you would go and use the computers there if you needed to. But, you know, this was like just when Mac was coming out with those sexy computers that was like, oh my God, they're fun colors and they're white, and the, but they're big and chunky. Right now they're like right. flower planters for people in right. Brooklyn. They're ironic now. Technology is ironic. And I had a, uh, I did not, I was not a computer person, but I had a word processor and I wrote a 25-page paper on this word processor, and all you could see was a tiny little strip of whatever the sentence was that you just wrote before it. So as you're writing, you're like, I just got to hope that whatever I wrote before this looks good because you can't see the whole screen. It all You could only see, like, by eight words.
2: Then what was the point of it?
1: Exactly. The point was get through college and get out and make a living. But So
2: basically <laughs> someone was like, your typewriter's stupid. My typewriter this was word stupid. word processor, <laughs> just, you know, like
1: this is going to bring us into great. the <laughs> I mean, I know that yeah, your your typewriter's all old and stuff, and yeah, maybe you can see everything you've written before. But this word processor, this is bringing us into nineteen ninety nine, kid. <laughs> and the best part was, I accidentally hit one key, deleted all twenty five pages. Yeah an hour before the paper was due and then i somehow magically went i don't uh, uh, and the fear of god went into me and my fingers have never moved so fast over a keyboard i rewrote the whole paper within the hour and it was like it was like our opening music it was i i was just pounding the keyboard with i was like bloody stumps by the end of it and I lost about two pounds of just like flop sweat.
2: We just had, um, everything I did was old. So I had like the world's first typewriter and like with, with like you could smell it and you, like the oh, hum yeah. of the typewriter and like the, the ribbon would go through and like I turned my papers in and, and like everyone had like the word processor, like the first Mac or whatever the hell it was. And I'm turning in like letterpress, like I've made it out of like potato. (laughs) 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 Like, "Like, here you go.
1: Bring up your parchment paper, please, sir.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, would you write this with a quill? Maybe that's just what my parents had.
1: Patrick, could you please not have your papers delivered via carrier pigeon? (laughs) We'd really appreciate it.
2: I have it rolled up like a scroll and a ribbon. They're like, you can just find it like everybody else does.
1: Do you have to deliver it in a bottle via the Atlantic know. Ocean?
2: Yeah, I don't know who let the horse in. I don't know why I don't know why you <laughs> delivered it like this.
1: Why I've still wired Mother Money. She hasn't even received it to this day. It's been forty odd years. Wow. God. Whiteout yeah. too. Whatever happened to the poor Whiteout company?
2: And then with the whiteout pen, like, what does that do? But what I didn't really understand is the whiteout sticker. I think it's still a thing, right?
1: What? What, In what scenario do you need the whiteout sticker?
2: No clue. I have no idea.
1: Poor John Whiteout. That guy right now is going, I made something great. He's in a rocker on his front porch being like, I was something, kid. I could have been huge. And then Bill Gates came along. Ruined me company. Then,
2: then that word processor fella.
1: That word processor. And then some redhead used a word processor at Ithaca College. I also remember about the word processor. Somebody gave me one of those pink stress head balls. Remember those stress heads that you could like squeeze and then they come right back and you squeeze and then they return to their shape? Like when their, eyes,
2: when their eyes pop out and stuff like that?
1: Uh, no, no. That's a different kind of stress ball. That's Jules. Yes. I squeeze him, his eyes pop out, I put them back in. No, it's mm-hmm. like a pink. It was a bizarre, it was almost looked like rubber or like an eraser. And I was just curious about what was in the head. So one day I just snipped the back of it. Like I just cut it. And I looked and I was like, oh, it's some sort of glue. And then I put a Band-Aid over the part that I snipped just to cover it up. And then I put it back on the shelf over my word processor and all my papers and stuff like that. And one day I looked down at the word processor And there was this hard, 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 clear substance all over it. And I couldn't pry it off. I was like, what the hell is this? Where is this coming from? And I look up at the shelf and the stress head had collapsed on the left side. And it was just like dribbling out the back of the head underneath the Band-Aid. And that's why I'm not a neurosurgeon.
0: Sad. That's very sad.
1: It is sad. Mm -hmm. Um, Hi, we have so much to catch up on all of a sudden. Amazing what yeah. can happen in a week. True. First of all, you get the Lisa Rinna. How are you?
2: How are you? How are
1: you? It's so good to see your face.
2: This is the second Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills reference I've had this week. Someone was mentioning total non someone who talks about the pod or um well, yeah, the podcast was talking about Brandy.
1: What's her name, Brandy? Glendale. Jesus, she looks like a cat woman.
2: She that's what she said. She's like, you should Google her. So I Google. I'm like, who is this woman? She looks like a drag queen. I like in I, like the worst sense of the word.
1: There was a picture of her before and after, and and the caption was when you order the dress online and, and then when mm-hmm. you get it, you know? It she, looks like
2: she fucked a vacuum. She, like, it's literally. horrifying.
1: She has more filler than a hot dog factory. And one eye is funny. Right. Like, at what point do you step away? The, the shape of your face, you're waxy. You're wax.
2: She looks like she has two cue balls stuck in her cheeks.
1: And she was cute before she started messing with her face.
2: Uh-huh. Weird.
1: That's why Weird. I am stopping at five syringes. I say, no more, sir. Correct. Look, you know how I feel. I am all for plastic surgery. I cannot support a filler, though. And you don't
2: have to. I know, That's I know. your prerogative.
1: It is my prerogative. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Ted Nugent. Ah, and
2: I uh I'm Tony, Trina, Tracy, Tawanda, and Tamar Braxton.
1: <gasps> so many Known indeed. as the
2: Braxtons.
1: Oh, hollow. And we're coming to you from both...
2: Downtown Swingin' Hell's Kitchen and...
1: The Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
0: We didn't come to borrow any money. We didn't come to borrow any dough. We didn't come to borrow any trouble. We just left him to say hello. We are hammy, we just got in from Alabama We just got in to say hello Oh boy, you said it We, we just got in to say hello And don't forget it We, we just got, got in, in to say hello oh. And I'm just, <clears throat> Hello Hello Goodbye
1: and that's the end of the podcast. Thank you very okay. much for listening. Have a great it's night. It's been a wonderful uh, three hours with you. It's what? <laughs> 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 I support that, though, because that's the Three Stooges. And you either grow up as a Three Stooges fan or a Marx Brothers fan. Am I right? That was Three Stooges. Okay, so I'm not crazy. I was raised on the Three Stooges, which means I was raised right. My husband, Jules, was raised on the Marx Brothers, which means he sucks
2: Wow. I only watched The Three Stooges at my grandma's nursing home.
1: She has good taste.
2: Well, there was only one television, one station that came in. so
1: Channel 3, The Stooges, all day, every day.
2: Channel 3, the VHS channel, just standing, <laughs> waiting for it to start up.
1: I uh, Every New Year's Day, they do a Three Stooges marathon, and I will dip in and out of that. So that's like a New Year's Day tradition. The idea. Oh, the fact that I just said that, it literally made my sphincter tighten thinking about New Year's Day.
2: It's gonna be a strange New Year's <laughs> here in New York, let me tell
1: you. <laughs> all right, can we all just agree as a human race <laughs> that nobody will start this year by saying this will be my year? I blame everybody who did that. <laughs> At the stroke of midnight of twenty twenty. This coronavirus is your fault.
2: I bet this this New Year's, there'll be no one in in Times Square, and it'll just be everyone, like, shouting from their separate windows, three, two, (laughs) one. Like, no one will be down there. It'll be, like, the cleanest. There'll be no urine. It'll be amazing.
1: I was just about to say, look, I can pee into a bottle at home and make myself feel like I'm there, you know, and just stand outside and cry. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a real, real interesting New Year's coming up. It's going to be a weird holiday season. Uh, I'm not thinking that far in advance because it's still nine thousand <laughs> degrees out. So I'm talk about live for the moment and live for the day. Did you hear the newest tr- uh, conspiracy theory that Bill Gates is responsible for coronavirus because he made the prediction that uh, okay. that a deadly virus will be the thing that derails the U.S. economic system. And now they're like Bill Gates did it. He did it. He planted it in, in like your iPad. All right, before I go any further, so this week, as with all weeks, we are looking back at the advice (laughs) columns of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. Look at me being very proactive about explaining what the hell these people are listening to. So in case you haven't tuned in before, we are giving you old school advice to new school problems, looking back at Ann Landers and Dear Abby and using them as a launch pad for our ridiculous conversations. Hey, guess what? conversation doesn't end there no you get to add your voice by following us on social media at DearPodOfficial on your instagram your twitter now that patty's running the instagram it's going to be way more interesting than anything i could have done uh if you're looking for one place you say, oh my god everyone patty where can i have a one-stop shop where all of your episodes are and i say go to dot com. god damn it Please write to us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. And, of course, our sexy new Patreon page with two spanking subscribers. We love you guys so much. It's Patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, And if you sign up for one of our two subscriber levels, you get Easter eggs and treats and all sorts of raunchy things dropped in your inbox. I'm in your inbox, and I'm rooting around. Did I cover everything? I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything to add to the proceedings?
2: You know, I don't at this time, but I would just like to say, ladies and gentlemen of of the social medias, I I am back on the block and ready to rock. Yes. I'm ready to uh, show my support for other causes.
1: We are, um, and the biggest cause being dear Pod, and making <laughs> us popular. Damn right. it! <laughs> we are we are pushed to the front of the list. That is correct. I'm very excited to see what you do. Yes. Oh, oh. so my shut-in shout-out. Now, I've got actually a couple this week. First, oh, uh, wow. uh, to Westfield Veterinary, uh, our Scotchy. He had a very rough uh, gastrointestinal week. Uh, mm, and, uh, that go he d- on. He decided to give that precious gift to his little sister, who then decided to jump off the bed at 4 in the morning and Jackson Pollock the crap out of our white our white carpet. It was a white carpet, and now it's like a marble swirl. It's mm. um, chocolate and vanilla. It's mm. uh, you don't understand what it's like to be ripped from sleep while it's still dark out and go. What is that smell? God, it smells like <laughs> shit in here. And oh, that's because it is. It's in the corner. Mm. It's on your hair. It's everywhere. So mm. the good I people like at Westfield Vet. Took our babies in. Uh, they gave them puppy emodium, And thank God they did that because I was a heartbeat away from finding a very small cork. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any? Oh, uh, my second shut-in shout-out I can also tell you about was, is oh. to Paper Mill Playhouse. Oh, yeah. Because I did a live show. They had me there. They're doing live shows outside between their carriage house restaurant and the playhouse itself so they're in milburn new jersey look them up they have live performances outside every thursday and saturday your ticket gets you dinner and a show you get to sit socially distanced from other people but you get to be live and in person and see performers and they take your temperature when you first come in i wanted the rectal one but they didn't do it
2: Sure. I thought it was very strange since you're very young to play Mama Rose, but I'm glad that you were able to do it during this pandemic.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I'm achieving new levels of uh, yeah. And Hello, Dolly! I'm doing it in rep, <laughs> just outside. Good. They didn't ask me Good. to do it, and they're not paying me to just do it. And I'm standing on the sidewalk. Is that weird?
2: No, it's fine. That's, That's what weird. Donna Murphy was doing anytime <laughs> Bernadette Peters was on. <laughs>
1: Ooh, sick Donna Murphy burn. <laughs> That's what we come here for.
2: <laughs> we come, for the, we come, we come for Bernadette Peters, but stay for the Donna Murphy burn.
1: <laughs> that burn has beautiful long brown hair. This week's theme, which is snoring. Slash sleeping, though. I have to be honest. I found a lot of articles for snoring. This seemed to be a more hot button issue than weddings and like Valentine's day. Didn't we have, there was one that we had a really hard time finding Easter. That's what it was. We could not find Easter articles, but there are. And that will be the last time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I'm telling you what snoring people had issues with it. And, um, the topics are very similar to what I echo in my own life. Very exciting. Did you ha- did you find some stuff on it, or was uh, it more sleeping yeah. for you?
2: It's more sleeping, which is still good because it's such it's such like it's such like the cause du jour to write into you know Anne and Abby. I think. Yeah. You know, it's like it's such a, it's such like the housewife thing. My husband likes to sleep in striped pajamas. I think you should wear a plaid. What are you, like, nonsense. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> now, um, what are your thoughts on sleeping and snoring combined? Are you a snorer? Is your husband a snorer?
2: Sometimes, sometimes for the both of us. Um, I, it's, I believe that he does more than I do. But I think the same will be, the reverse will be said.
1: Who sneezed into whose mouth that night?
2: I sneezed into Marx's face. (laughs) You see. In the middle of the night.
1: There's a level of intimacy.
2: I didn't know that that could happen because you, you don't really think that.
1: No, I would never think I would sneeze in my sleep.
2: I mean, that's like, I mean, what makes me think like I won't like have diarrhea in my bed?
1: Nothing stops you from that. Nothing. You would think yeah. that, like, but there, your body has a natural alarm that says something's happening. And it's bad. I mean, it happened for Izzy. She jumped off the bed at 4 a.m. and took a dump in the corner. She had the wherewithal to know that we have white bedding.
2: Well, I mean, I've taken a dump in the corner, too. Of our house? Of your, of your house.
1: I knew it! I'm sending it back to you via Pony Express. That's
0: fine. Right. Great.
1: Now I don't like. Good to brag day, peg. sir. Uh, good day. I said good day. I don't like to brag, but because uh, I am eighty over sixty, sleeping is never really a problem for me. The only thing is, is like if I get woken up at four, I'm up. The brain is moving. I got things to do. Coffee is made. I, I wake up like I'm working on a farm now. You know, pigs have to be oh. fed before yeah, the you're, sun. you're
2: up. You're up really early.
1: Yeah, it's a weird thing. And um, yeah. I've been having to nap to accommodate for, like, the energy that is needed through the day. And I'm not a fan of napping because I achieve REM so easily. Again, don't mean to brag.
2: Yeah.
1: But, like, once you do that, like, the second I close my eyes, I am in a REM state. Which means wow. if you jog me out of that, then it's really hard for me to, to rally. Sure. And I don't think I'm a snorer but i have heard accounts that i am mm mm
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's only i find it always strange when a woman snores it seems such more of a, a male dominated
1: trait <laughs> well that's why i'm a dude everything about me is more masculine and well, i i nice. don't know Do, am i a, am i a heavy snore? i can't be i feel like it would be a dainty snore something like this ah <sighs> ah <sighs> like that's
2: well the first the first part isn't in- dainty the second part sounds like you just like <laughs> farted in your bed
1: <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's, it's uh, my harlequin uh, romance novel uh, <sighs> uh, and they fell in love am i a snorer no. that's all he oh. had to say that's all that's all i don't believe i am but Nobody I, wants
2: to believe that they do because of the stigma with the snorer. It's usually like the guy from the Dunkin' Donuts commercial who's about 400 pounds with the beard and, you know, balding and, mm-hmm.
1: you it's know. It's like the Stelladoro Breakfast Treats couple. It's, Correct. you know, Mama June. These are the people that I would think would be snorers, and I don't think I am. You go right well, Mama. Sleeping, right? Well, right when you start sleeping, yeah. you start sleeping. That's insane. Oh. You know what? Can you— can you audio tape it one night? This awesome. is the most dangerous thing because he once took a picture of me sleeping and I was like, I need a divorce lawyer right now. You take a picture of me sleeping, you creeper. It was like, because of the way the dogs were on me or something. But take a, take some audio of me snoring and prove to me that I am a snorer. Yeah, probably don't do it tonight. Oh, cripes. What am I getting myself into? Now, I, however, on the other hand, Are you drinking? What are you drinking? Oh, my God. Rosé in a can. God damn it. You have got to get back out here. Toot sweet. (laughs) I can't let this happen to you anymore. I don't know who you are anymore, man. Sorry. Sorry. I know who you are. You're a guy who talks about snoring and sleeping, like we all do. That's right. And yes, we have done this topic before, not too, too long ago. I think it was episode 54. Oh, I just, off the top of my head. I, I don't know.
2: I mean, that's weird. That's weird that you know that.
1: I know. I kind of have impressive. a gift. Yeah, yeah. So this one has a little bit more emphasis on snoring, at least on my side of things. I don't know. What did you sure. find in the sleeping realm? Would you like to start us off?
2: You know what? I'd like to start us off.
1: Please start us off. When okay. you don't a, nice. a brown star. Parking in the place rear with,
2: It's a strange place with that Pinocchio tattoo, don't you think?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think Donald I mean,
1: Duck, when they drew Donald Duck, they ever thought, You know where this <laughs> belongs? The inner thigh of a middle aged man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. This is from the Logan Daily News, Logan, Ohio, September 23rd, 1960. Dear Abby, my husband sleeps in the nude. We've been married 33 years, and while the children were home and we slept in the same room, he wore pajamas. But now we each have our own bedroom, and when I go to make his bed in the morning, I find his pajamas have not been slept in. I talked to him about this, and he says it is more comfortable that way. This worries me because he has a heart condition, and if he should die tonight, in the nude, this would be very embarrassing when the undertaker comes. Can you help me? Signed, Concerned. Oh. Dear Concerned, man comes into this world naked, and there is no embarrassment. So why should there be any if he goes out the same way? Let him sleep the way he wants to.
1: They both accept that he is going to die in his sleep. What is that woman planning?
2: Well, thank you for pointing that out. Yep. My my head went to, they've had kids, something's wrong. Now there's two separate rooms. He likes to sleep in the nude, and she likes to sleep by herself. <laughs> and not only that, but then she still has to go into his room and then make his bed that she didn't even sleep in. It's like, are you listen, dick, make your own fucking bed. You just slept in it with your fucking wet balls. And in,
0: does she ill? <laughs> <laughs> Just flopping around. <laughs> All
1: I thought about right then was the nuts about nuts guy in Times Square. Uh, also, is she laying out his pajamas for them? Everything about this arrangement is bizarre. You know, uh, FYI, and this there's like a recent study that I read, and it's not like I'm seeking out this information. <laughs> that a lot of couples sleep in different rooms. Really? Oh, yes. It's like a new trending thing. It's like the new Lucy and Ricky, but instead of separate beds, they're like, I'm not even going to be in the same space as your disgusting face.
2: I can't imagine. uh, Well, I don't think that really happens in New York City, because you're lucky if you have one bedroom, let alone two, Uh for two separate bedrooms.
1: Yeah, one of you sleeps on the fire escape, and the other you sleeps on the couch, you know, divided up. I guess, well...
2: We don't even have a fire escape. I mean, I'm just going to burn alive in this apartment.
1: Oh, my God. Anyway. Anywho.
2: So does James sleep in the nude?
1: I talk about sleeping in a different room. I would actually sleep out in the backyard if he slept in the nude. We are not a naked people. We don't. I don't want bits and pieces flopping around. He mm-hmm. is not a nude sleeper. He likes a nice combination. Um, You know what he likes? He's an old man that likes um a matching pajama set, a nice oh. linen or a cotton, some breathable fabric. But, yes, mm-hmm. we are very, and I sleep in uh, a deep-sea diving suit with the <laughs> helmet and the weights and everything. Neither of mm. us, I could never, I would, I can't.
2: So you're not one of those women that likes to sleep in, like, something silky and lacy and, like, all, like, done up. Not like in a James Bond movie.
1: Exactly. I'm like, for whom? <clears> throat> After throat> being married for nine years, you're lucky if I'm washing myself at this point in a pandemic. Do
2: you, do you think your mom still sleeps in the nude, or do you think she stopped doing that?
1: <laughs> Look, we went through this with her last week, and, and she, <laughs> I can't imagine. Also, I like that, that the idea of um, you're inevitably going to have a heart attack you cannot right. be found in the nude. Frankly, wouldn't yeah. wouldn't the EMTs thank you for that? Because then they wouldn't have to cut your clothes off to use the defibrillator. Right. Works half done for you.
2: I mean, she obviously it's like in a perfect world, he's gonna die in that bed in a heart attack, not near her. So also not to disturb her while she's sleeping. So it's she'll have, nice.
1: she'll still have to make his bed after he's she's like, dead. Son of a
2: bed. Like the last time he shit the bed, it was that three-way with Juan Pablo. <laughs> now he's dead, and I still have to bleach the sheets.
1: Once upon a time, when we first started dating, my jewels got me a silk pajama set that was from the Claire Huxtable collection, and uh, it was cozy. I wore it once, and uh, <laughs> it wrinkled like a mother. What, was it? Like was a- it? Uh- I look like Donald Trump's suits. It was not uh, every wrinkled suit ever. That you- so
2: it wasn't, so it was like, was it just a, a one piece or was it like a small top and pants or was it like short shorts with lace where you could see like your tampon string hanging out?
1: Oh, that would have been kinky. This was a full on Claire Huxtable. So it was long pants, long sleeves, button down shirt. Uh,
2: so you could like kill yourself by wrapping um, all that fabric around your neck while you're sleeping.
1: Exactly.
2: Like a gypsy sleeve, like like uh, like a Fleetwood Mac concert.
1: Oh, yes. A flowy, yeah. yes. A, yeah. a Stevie Nicks. Like a, a
2: wide-winged up, yeah. Stevie <laughs> Nicks.
1: <laughs> or any woman who shops at Chico's. <laughs> as soon as I put them on, I was like, oh, Cliff, get in here, Cliff. <laughs>
2: You're like, I've never had a need for a chunky necklace until now.
1: I felt the need for a statement piece, yes. <laughs> and a few wraparound scarves and anything that didn't, <laughs> elastic waistbands on everything. I don't want to be challenged in my clothes.
2: You, you, went to, you went to your closet, you're like, this word processor, I just put a string around and I could wear the statement <laughs> piece around my neck. <laughs> Those
1: statement necklaces are ridiculous. There's a special place in hell for Coco Pelli too. People who say relax and people who wear Coco Pelly. Disgusting turquoise crap. But when you put the the Claire Huxtable thing on, it's so silky that everything you sit on, you slide off of. And we had like a micro suede couch, which the two of them together. So it was creating static and I was sliding off of it. It was needless to say. That was the first and last time he was like, "I I bought you something nice, sweetheart. Something nice to wear to bed. After that, I was like, "Give me my my cut off shitty leggings that are covered in paint." The romance is gone.
2: Sure, sure.
1: Amen. Do you sleep in the nude? Please, God, say no.
2: No. What are you nuts?
1: Well, well I was more asking about your nuts, but yeah.
2: Oh yeah. No, I do not. Sadly.
1: Sadly, sadly not. Marcus... Sadly. No.
2: What are you nuts? <laughs>
1: two of us were so not nude look you know what if somebody actually does reach like sleep in the nude reach out tell me what what what's what I'm always afraid that something's gonna crawl up there or I'm gonna get a UTI or something I I, I don't want my bits exposed
2: what if you accidentally sharted in the middle of the night and you have to wake up and be like what the oh
1: accidentally
2: like, who had, like, was there a baby Ruth in bed? How did Ew. that happen?
1: <laughs> Who's been eating Snickers in here? <laughs> All right. Isn't that a
2: Milky Way? Wow, that's tacky. It's a delicious right. smear. It's- okay,
1: I've got another, I've got an article that I want to discuss of the fact that I like. Oh, you know what? I'll read my article first and then we'll go into it. Can't give it away. This comes from the Windsor Star in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. January 11th, 1979. Husband snoring, not so musical! Dear Adlanders, last night my husband and I went to an interesting dinner. In the group were two Harvard professors. For some mysterious reason, we began to discuss hostility, particularly among married couples. One of the professors said the best indication of of true compatibility between a man and his wife is her reaction to his snoring. According to this erudite professor, a woman who truly loves her husband is not bothered by his snoring. In fact, it's music to her ears, because she knows he is getting his rest. I spoke up, said his theory was nonsense, and asked, What about her rest? Isn't that important? He replied, His snoring will not interfere with her rest. In fact, it helps her rest better because the sound is comforting. My husband and I have been married for 23 years. I love him. He is a great teller of jokes, most of which I have heard at least 20 times. I listen to him plenty during my waking hours. I don't want to listen to him all night, too. Please print my letter so the professor will see it. I was no match for his facile tongue. In fact, he made me feel like a fool. Who was it that said, You can always tell a Harvard man, but you can't tell him much? Erkt in Cambridge. Dear Erkt, probably a Yale man. Thanks for writing, Anne.
2: You can always tell a Harvard man because he'll always tell you that he's a Harvard man.
1: <laughs> you bet your ass. And you know what? If I paid that much to go to Harvard, I would let you know as well. Um, okay, first of all, yes. Best. Stupid. Best answer to anything ever, which is just a Yale man. I'm out. Didn't help you with your problem at all. However, I agree with the Harvard professor partially only because the sound of my jewels snoring, I always, and I've said this for forever and he's very lucky to be married to me because he snores a lot because he's disgusting. It's like sleeping Mm -hmm. with Jabba the Hutt. Wow. Um, But he snores and I find it very relaxing Whenever I hear it, because I'm like, oh, he's getting such good sleep right now. Like I'm almost jealous in a way. And well, like whenever I hear the the puppies snoring, which is the best sound ever. A dog snoring is the best. Mm-hmm. It's the most comforting. Like to me, it's like the waves. It's like a white noise machine. You know? It's like I like when, when they bark when... in their sleep. <gasps> yeah, when they chase things and the paws go. Mm. But ours talk to each other, and that scares me because I feel like they're planning a coup. They could be. They do. They chirp. They're like. <laughs> it's like raptors talking to each other.
2: Well, you probably are raising, uh, what is it, Kyle and Lyle Menendez. So, like one day you're just <laughs> going to be like watching TV, and scotching and is you're going to walk in and just like Menendez you.
1: Where did you get those mem- shotguns? Where so what? How did you
2: even you can't even open up the back door of it.
1: Oh my ankles. <laughs> the Menendez puppies on lifetime.
2: <laughs> wow. I uh,
1: I like the sound of snoring.
2: Uh, I do not. You but can't. then I guess it's like it's a good thing to like, you know, it's a good gauge like are you still breathing? Are you still with us? Are you alive?
1: You don't okay. have to put a mirror under their nose. It's it's lovely. It does the work for you. When I toured with our dear friend Chuck, uh, he always had to sleep with the sound machine on. And I sound- do that.
2: I do as well.
1: You do. Okay, but is it? But you live in New York. New York is its own sound machine. Is it to drown out the sounds of New York? Correct. Okay. So when you travel yeah. anywhere, do you travel with that sound machine?
2: Yes, I do. I also don't like stillness.
1: What do you mean? You being still?
2: Like, I can't listen to, like, a house, a dead, silent house, because I will immediately think, if I hear one thing, I immediately think I'm going to be murdered.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is what New so. York City, getting too used to New York City living does to you. So you you can't, like, yeah. sleep out in the woods.
2: Why would I sleep in the woods?
1: <laughs> like just say you wanted to do a skills getaway. Now I'm not talking about why? camping. Camping. Everybody can go to hell with camping.
2: Right. I, I don't understand that. Like if, if I wanted, if I wanted to shit on the ground, clearly I can just do it right in front of my building. Cause everybody else does. <laughs> so why would I drive to the middle of nowhere to do
0: it?
1: Everybody go to ninth Ave. People are shitting in the middle of it <laughs> and they're sitting in the middle of it and eating. So, yeah. Uh, It's Uh, a
2: very messy food fight here on Ninth Avenue.
1: (laughs) Competing smells, let's just say.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, I but his sound machine is so aggressive. But thank God he lived with somebody who was a good sleeper like that. But he turned the sound machine on, and the dial would go up to thirty. And he didn't pick like there's weird things that you can pick like, um, womb, the inside of the womb. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Um. Rain, rainforest. There was one that I yeah. picked that was like, "This is too real," and there's frogs in here, and and it felt like I was on a jungle safari. Not the I've sexy heard that. One.
2: I also have one where you can pick nearly anything, and like ones like a ticking clock. But I'm like, this is just if you can't <laughs> sleep, that's definitely not it.
1: <laughs> Why? It's just a bomb, you guys. We're gonna go for bomb on this yeah. one. It's so relaxing. But what he picked was white noise, which was just this at, like, a level 30. Wow. We're going to have to clean this mic.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: It was so loud, But yet. Allowed. Allowed. And I was so, I'm such a good sleeper that, thank God, I only heard it for about 30 seconds. And then I settled into REM. All right. Give me another one. Well, lucky for you. Lucky for this me.
2: This is from the, the Berkshire Eagle, Pittsfield, Massachusetts, August 21st, 1986. Dear Abby, my husband isn't E.F. Hutton, but when he talks, I listen. He doesn't talk much when he's awake, but he talks a lot in his sleep. Lately, he has been mentioning two people, Jean and Marion. I don't know anyone by either name, and I'm losing sleep trying to get to get more information out of him. But I, but I can't understand what he says because he mumbles. I'm curious to know who Gene and Marion are and why they are in my husband's dream. <laughs> my, question, my question to you, dear Abby, is this. Is there anything to sleep talking? He has been known to cheat. Signed, Wide Awake Reader.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> who cheats with someone named Gene?
2: Dear, dear Wide Awake. Undoubtedly, there is, but interpreting dreams and sleep talk is a matter of theory, not fact. The jury is still out on the accuracy of Freud's symbols. I like that. I like. I like that she just like Abby was just like. I bet she just didn't even read the the end of her letter, because the letter, the end of the letter is, he has been known to cheat on me a thousand times.
1: <laughs> but she didn't marinate like, on that at all.
2: Right. Right. Now um, It's like. Well,
1: I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't
2: look into it even though, you know
1: But let's talk been, about dream interpretation instead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's been cum dumping all throughout the neighborhood, but let's not talk about that. Let's <laughs> just talk we don't have to interpret it.
1: <laughs> let's just talk about like if you if you lose your teeth in your dreams, what does that symbolize <laughs> to you? Okay. Let's
2: stay up let's stay up here in the positive and like <laughs> maybe Jean and Mary, maybe they're like two waitresses. I don't know. Like <laughs>
1: Why would you sleep with a woman named Jean?
2: I don't know. Or oh. marrying the librarian. um Wow. <laughs> I also like the. Do you remember that commercial about E.F. Hutton? Do you remember that? Barely. When E.F. Hutton speaks,
1: we people listen. listen. Yeah. E.F. Yeah. E. Hutton talks, people
2: listen. Right. Yeah. Yes. That was catchy. <laughs>
1: That that stuck around, just like, where's the beef? I love a good tagline. Oh, my God. I am a talk sleeper, but I I talk gibberish. Mm. Have we talked about this before? We probably talked about it in the sleep episode. Oh, God damn it. There's so much overlap now. Yeah, I'm... uh,
2: Sorry. I can't talk about it.
1: I can't have government secrets, but, you know, I can't talk about it. I'm sleeping. Sure. All right. I got one more article. I'm going to start moving things along, kids. This. All right, son. Oh, did you have anything else to say about sleep talking?
2: No, I I, I think that was like- Gene
1: and Marion? Yeah. (laughs) I
2: I wouldn't interpret anything, because I think we already know he's probably fucking both of them.
1: (laughs) And you didn't ask if Gene is a guy's name.
2: (laughs) It's actually Sean. Your fucking, your husband's fucking <laughs> Jean Valjean and in the librarian,
1: Jean Michel. Wow, that would be a and that would be a fun twist. Yeah, wouldn't it though? All wouldn't right, it? I got one more article from the Daily Advisor in Lafayette, Louisiana, June 17, nineteen sixty-eight. Snoring problem has novel solution. I feel like you're gonna like this one. Dear Ann Landers, my heart ached for that young bride who had circles under her pretty blue eyes because her snoring groom kept her awake until dawn. I'd like to offer a solution that worked for my Aunt Emma and Uncle Wallace. She thought it up herself. Aunt Emma read up on snoring and found out that most people snore because their mouths flop open and a piece of loose tissue flutters when the person breathes. She concluded that if she could keep Uncle Wallace's mouth shut, the problem would be solved. So Aunt Emma took strips of muslin and tied Uncle Wallace's mouth shut every evening just before bedtime. They're both gone now, but they were happily married for 45 years. Please print this letter. It could save some marriages. Signed, Westchester. Dear Westie, strips of muslin only? No embalming fluid? Your uncle must have been a saint to tolerate such treatment. Sorry I can't endorse your solution. Tying a man's mouth shut could lead to problems more serious than snoring. He couldn't say I love you or anything. No. I pictured Jacob Marley. That's the I
2: picture like, you know, um in any one of those horror movies where like they sew the lips shut <gasps> like with that really with that really like crude like wire and, and like yeah the, yeah
1: any movie like that i can't it's like that that's the kind of shit where yeah or it's um that twilight zone, zone movie where she looks in the mirror and she has no mouth but it's not even like right. sewn shut it's like not even there
2: <clears throat> right that's the same. That's the peanut butter one, right? The one that when she's watching the TV.
1: Yeah. We talked about
2: this too. We talked about. Oh
1: my God! It. We we are just treading all over well-worn territory. However, yeah. it it needs to be said again that that Twilight Zone movie was extraordinary.
2: Yes. it was. And if you go back and and read behind the scenes about it, it's also even more terrifying.
1: Is it really? Why? Yeah.
2: Someone died. Um, yeah.
1: Someone died, like on the set.
2: Yeah. James, I think we talked about this. Am I correct?
1: Yes. I don't remember that at all. Wow. I have drank all of my memories away and I will later too. Thank you, Friday. Thank you, Babe Rosé. I don't like you becoming a basic bitch in quarantine. It concerns (laughs) me. Sorry. The idea that (laughs) that this couple every night she tucks him into bed and I you know what? I'm not that far off now. In my marriage with my jewels. That I'd be like, y'all comfy, honey? Okay, I'll get the Muslim strips out. And then you just wind it around his head. Maybe I'd use an ace bandage. It's a little bit softer now. And just keep his jaw wired shut. Like the women who get their mouths wired shut so that they don't eat anything but liquids.
2: You mean like Tammy from the real world San Francisco? (gasps) Do you remember that? Yes. Second, it's like the second season of the real world. Wait, and, and <laughs> she got
1: her mouth wired shut so that she wouldn't eat. Am I right?
2: Right. So Yeah, and all she wanted was a chicken and taco from across the street. Oh, yeah.
1: my God. She had her jaw wired shut. Mm-hmm. And right about yeah. now, I'm not going to lie, after four months eating like I have, that does not seem like it's too far afield for me. No. Good. I'm glad we had this talk. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, then, in the interest of moving our asses along, uh, speaking of wiring someone's mouth shut, I think it's time to call my mother and find out if she's wired her jaw shut yet. So it's yeah. time.
2: But-
1: Oh, no, okay. it's
2: time for the <laughs> <dolphin> <laughs> push. It's time to call my mother and find out if she ever wrapped muslin around my father's head while he was sleeping.
1: <laughs> I definitely, I drew eyebrows on him while he was sleeping once. So it's possible. Anything is possible. This is when we call my mother. Just to talk to my mother. And usually we get the weather uh, if she ever decides to pick up her damn phone.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> How many rings have to go by? What? How many licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Patty, you are so lucky that you were on mute during that because that was like six or seven rings, and you would have gone apeshit. Is I she, she on thinking, now? That
0: wasn't six or seven rings. It was two.
1: Liar. Mm. Liar! No,
0: it was two. Liar. I, I, liar, liar, liar. <laughs> I think it starts to ring earlier on the caller than it does on the call each. Well. There are two rings, and I grabbed it and ran.
2: Maybe because oh. it's long
0: distance.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the story. has got to be. That's got to be. Patty, yeah. it's because her iPhone is so old, it's essentially a can with a string attached to it. She won't go to a <laughs> Verizon store and get an upgrade. She's going to turn this I'm thing in. I'm going to. It. And the second that you leave that store, they're going to put it in a museum.
2: Probably. I
1: haven't had time.
2: What?! I Hang on the phone right now. Hang on the phone right now. <laughs> I
1: wish that you could what see the Patty's face. What the hell are you face. talking
2: about? You didn't have the time.
1: Didn't have the time. What have, you been, what have you been doing? What have you been doing? Um,
0: what have I been... Well, actually, I never left New Hampshire today, so I'm still up here enjoying a beautiful sunset.
2: No time, but um, no time.
0: But no time.
2: Nope, no time. Because you want to know what that sunset will go with you in your car. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, that's true.
2: That's true.
1: Funny how that works. <laughs> funny how oh, sun God. follows you. <laughs> um, so we would like to definitely get the weather where you're standing. But more than that, we're talking about snoring today. Oh, um, God. Are you yeah. a snorer? Yes, you are a snorer because I've heard you sawing wood before during like, like, thank this you lifetime. for that.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: It's time we expose you.
0: Well, you know what the funny thing is? Um, when I lost weight, once, uh, if you lose over like ten pounds, you, your snoring goes away.
1: Yes, you know, it does. Back.
0: I've done it. I've done it three
1: times, and you stop <laughs> and snoring. It happens
0: every time, you you stop snoring. Yeah, it's just mm. it's, it's this kind of like disconcerting to think, well, what am I choking on then? You know, because like I think you're. When you relax and your your all your muscles and everything go limp when you're sleeping, it all slides down your throat and you <laughs> snore. <laughs> That's, uh, what I got that? my MD, you know. And I got my MD last week.
1: This is why my mother is not a general practitioner.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, you're welcome, yes. America.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you. See, if it worked on me, it'll work on you. All you have to do is lose a little weight and you'll... My mother just called I me fat. Did you hear up?
1: that? She just <laughs> called nothing me fat. will be
2: sliding down if you lose ten pounds. Nothing will be sliding down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I've had a busy day. I I, I killed a <laughs> nest of hornets today. So <laughs> I've had a busy day. They chased me. Busy. They chased me. I had a twenty-seven foot stream of poison right at them, and they went flying after me. I had to come running back in the house. So
1: you got cardio.
0: Yeah, I got cardio, thanks to the bees.
1: Yay! (laughs) I am so glad to know that you're keeping the house protected from hornets, and it's good to know that you're doing it by yourself.
0: Hornets and Canada geese. You should see me outside barking at them. That's quite a sight. Uh, They came into the cove today, and there had to be 20 of them. Wait you uh, don't
1: actually bark.
0: people Beep a horn, beep the boat horn, and that gets rid of them. Yeah, they need they need I I am on the porch here and I'm growling and barking at them.
1: Wait and, you're actually and when, barking. Like you're <clears throat> you're not exaggerating. You're literally going out there and you're going, bark, well, bark for me right now.
0: <laughs> That's what I do. And they go away. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, I think that somebody with a net, though, may come you, and take you, me away, too.
2: You made your mom bark. Just, <laughs> just
1: <laughs> You know what, Patty? If it means that we get one more listener because my mother is barking, then my job here is done. That's fine. <laughs> and as our it's new social media time. manager, sir, you have to highlight <laughs> this. I
0: will, do, I will do whatever works. And if that includes barking, then so be it. If it means more subscribers, I go, ala la 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 Yeah, I know. You know, but I have to run, too. Run and bark. Because otherwise oh. they, you know. And they oh. look at me kind of funny, you know. They think, hey, this is oh. a dog. Oh, because
1: they wouldn't if you were stationary barking. Right. And, and the, right. the, the, because the that, neighbors.
0: Because that's
2: probably what's going through their brain. <laughs> like,
1: hey,
0: you know what else I saw? I forgot to tell you. Uh, one of the neighbors... <laughs> Up on the hill Was walking around naked
1: <gasps> How perfect Given that we Male were talking about naked singing. Male I thought and I was saying things
0: how did it look uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well he, he's in his 70s So
1: <laughs> Not good so, so
2: Jane Fonda she looks great
1: <laughs> Yeah. But I bet you if you saw Jane Fonda naked You might change your tune on that Yeah it's all fun and games until you see something deflated. Wait, so sure. wait, can you set the scene a little bit for the naked man? Where were you? Well, how- your father and wait.
0: I, your father and I, was sitting out down on the beach, and, uh, you and, and it was quiet, <laughs> like nobody was really alone. nobody was around, and uh, he, and he came out from the front of his house, and, and he's enough far uh, far enough away behind a couple of pine trees, and your father said you know what? If I was, if, I think he's wearing nothing. And so I said, stop it. And so I started looking and and, every, and and I was, I had to move, you know, because he was behind a tree, but he wasn't looking at us. He was looking somewhere else. I don't think he saw us. So I was looking over? and I said, he oh he my God. I said, and he, you know, I could tell he was, I could tell he was naked and, and he, he went back into his garage and then he came out with a pair of black shorts on so for sure he was naked so i said wow (laughs) unbelievable stuff you see up here when you don't have a gun
1: that that's a good that's a good point to bring up patty did he like bend over to get the newspaper what (laughs) yeah what side of him did you see
0: yeah i I never would
1: have gotten over that (laughs) wait what did wait what was your question patty
2: like, did he bend over backwards? Did he bend over forwards? Did you get a moonshine or did you get a, like a sink in the eye? Like, what did you get? Like, a.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I got none of the above. No, he was hmm. upright the whole time. And, but I was just, So he wasn't he was walking at you around. I think. I'm just, you know, I, I don't know. He must be used to doing that. Why, why would you do that outside? I think he didn't think anybody was looking. That's what I think. But uh, I was like,
2: I mean, if he's 70 at that point, you don't really care, right? <laughs>
0: Maybe not.
1: <laughs> we have to go back to Patty's question. Was he pointing at you?
2: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Was he, did you see him walking towards you or away from you? This is very important. Both. Oh, Both. coming and going. He Coming yeah. in. Yeah, he came out from yeah. on one side of his house.
2: <laughs> I guess if you waited long me enough, and I probably thought, could see
0: that. I was, I was mad. I didn't have my binoculars, but I was, and I said, "No, my eyes were good enough. my My eyes are good at a distance." And so I said, "Oh my God!" And then he turned around and walked the other way. So I got
1: both sides. Wow. You know what? And again, know what? again,
2: again, how did it look?
1: I, I she enticed, is dodging this question.
2: It's fine. Your husband's not listening. Nobody's listening. You know that. You can um, tell us. You're in a safe that? space.
1: <laughs> that that smoked sausage company that that we used to get every year for Christmas. What was the name of that? Hill Hill something. I don't know. Like, Hillshire, Farm? Hillshire Farms. Hillshire Farms. Yeah. Yeah. And you would get like was a. Was it like that? Or cocktail weenie. Ah, uh, Hillshire Farms. <laughs> <laughs> Mazel Tov! I'm gonna be sick.
2: I think this is a good time to conclude your
0: call.
1: Ah, I can't breathe anymore. You hung around long enough to get details. I don't want to say it, but he's got three moles. He should get checked.
0: <laughs> now the next time I see him, don't, of need, at don't it, get it, me started on the time
1: ride. <laughs> Oh God! This was this was quite the the moth report. I think. This,
0: This was fun, yes. And if you want the weather, it's beautiful.
2: (laughs) We don't give a shit about the weather now.
1: (laughs) All I want to know, is there a full moon out tonight?
2: That's right. (laughs) That's all we care. And apparently there was. Wow.
1: (laughs) I thank you so much for this week's moth Report. You gave us so much to, I don't know, chew on? Is that the right phrase? Well, you never
0: know. Not if you're you're talking about hemorrhoids. (laughs) 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 Oh, <laughs> you guys have a great couple of days. I think we're coming into a weekend now, so enjoy. It was nice talking to you. Take care now, Patty.
2: All right, thank you. And <laughs> bye, Jim. <Okay>.
0: Bye. <laughs> and bye, Eric. Bye. Remember Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Remember when I put up I made your mom meow or you made your mom meow and now we've, <laughs> yeah. ma- we've literally we've literally made your mom bark like a dog on the show.
1: We win the best podcast ever. Fuck you, my favorite murderer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Screw you, Joe Rogan.
2: We talked about uh, deep throating some Hillshire farms while your mom was barking like a dog.
1: And, and talking about the naked guy across the way. And your wow. dad
2: wearing a dance belt. That's All a new right.
1: neighbor, too. We should go over and introduce ourselves next time we're there. So, yeah, nice careful to meet where you, you
2: shake. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did not expect any of what just happened on this
2: one. Oh, I'm sorry any I woke of- you. Oh, you you did just wake up. <laughs> then I don't know why you're so hard.
1: I mean you're so high. I mean you're
2: so here. I mean, what am I saying?
1: <laughs> By the way, your Boston Globe is right out front. But I see you already have plenty globe. You got globes, all right. You got plenty of globes.
2: <laughs> Good to see you, man. I mean see you. I mean see me. See me what you want. <laughs> See yeah. ya, I gotta
1: go. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> that was everything. Oh, shit. Where do you even go from there? How do we still have two segments after this? We have so much quality content. And that is why you need to find us on Patreon.com slash Give us money for even more quality content.
0: Oh, God. All right. Oh, God.
1: You know what it's time for? We have one questione to answer this week. And the people, oh, what? Only one. That's only, only one. one. Oh, okay. You gave don't me the me. finger. He gave my mother the finger. But yes, different kind of finger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a the question that we need to answer. If you don't know already, find us on Instagram at DearPodOfficial and send us any questions that you have that you need advice on because we want to take our turn of being the Anne Landers and Dear Abby of this current day we want to give you inappropriate advice from unqualified people like Patty and myself so find us I'm send completely us completely
2: not qualified totally
1: right. unqualified i i don't even know i'm barely qualified to breathe at this point and my linkedin yeah. profile reflects that so it's a time Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail. If you don't email we're gonna break up. I can't
2: believe you started this email.
1: Joel, 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 where are you, Joel? Write to me, Joel. Well, we have a piece of mail today. One question, uh, regarding the snoring situation that we are, are deep diving on. So, um, uh, do you want to go first or second? Should we flip a coin?
2: Sure. Okay. pod. my husband snores so loud it shakes the house. Does he have sleep apnea? How can I get him to stop? Dear, shakes the house. Sleep apnea is a sleep disorder in which a person pauses their breathing, or there are periods of shallow breathing while they are sleeping, occurring more often than what is normal. Each pause can last for several seconds to a few minutes. and may happen throughout the night. Snoring usually follows. There also may be choking involved due to the disorder or due to the, your inability to control yourself from strangling your husband to death. I can only imagine that sound. I bet it sounds like my garbage disposal after throwing down one of my sister's $4 shepherd pie a la mode disasters. She's more like Juliette Lewis in the kitchen than Julia Child. You can, get my, you can get your hubby into one of those sleep studies where they monitor his nighttime breathing, which would also give you a break from that nighttime buzzsaw in your ear. If you love him enough, and I'm guessing you do, otherwise you would be contacting me about how to murder your husband and dispose of his body while still maintaining your fresh set and curl, I suggest contacting your general practitioner for a consult. If hubby, if hubby oppo- opposes, set up a camera and record him sleeping. They'll prove to be his very own Paranormal Activity movie, and he's the star. Make sure you edit in a scene with you standing over him with a knife from the kitchen to really scare the crap out of him. Not unlike when James Caan wakes up from his accident to a crazed Kathy Bates in misery. Wishing you all the best with your noisy Rip Van Winkle. Signed,
1: Kevin. My shepherd's pie is light, delicious, and lovely, you- huh! <laughs> I loved Paranormal Activity. That is the best argument for never sleeping again. That movie, like, if I would love to set up a, a time-lapse camera in our bed. It, you would just see me, like, dead asleep through the whole thing. That, that girl could have come in and performed a million different spells on me. I wouldn't even know it was happening. She could have eaten no. a baby next to me, and I sleep so well that I'd be like, the next day I'd be like, ooh, carcass. Oh, well, time to go make coffee. So here's Anne's answer.
0: Use
2: the ribcage to put your hair
1: out. Oh, 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 little clip. Banana (laughs) clip. Smells funny.
2: It's a Tyler clip.
1: There's flesh on it. Yeah. All right, here's Anne's answer to, My husband snores so loud it shakes the house. Does he have sleep apnea? How can I get him to stop? Dear App, did you try a bag over his head? That worked for my jewels until he started enjoying the bag too much. Once I switched from plastic to cotton, he liked it a little less. As for the WebMD self-diagnosed sleep apnea, there's a question only a doctor can answer. Sleep apnea is a serious disease in which the snorer starts and stops breathing at intervals throughout the night. These spells can last a few seconds to a few minutes. Funny side effect of sleep apnea is your bedmate crapping themselves when they think you die several times during the night. Trust me, there's no worse feeling than sleeping with someone you have to revive every half hour. I know. I dated a vagoda. Contact your primary care provider and get the ball rolling on a sleep test before you have to roll your husband into an ambulance. Odds are he will need a CPAP device. While they may not be sexy, they are definitely life-saving. And you'll get used to it after a while. I did. I dated Howard Hughes. He wore his to dinner. The money you spend on medical help is money you'll save on a divorce lawyer. If this is just your average snore, some other cures include weight loss, sleeping on your side, nasal strips, avoiding alcohol and smoking, elevating your head... An anti-snoring mouth appliance or a pistol with a silencer. Happy sleeping. Hey yana. Sleep apnea scares me. It Why scares that? me because if Mike Jules ever has it, I sleep so hard I would never know it was happening. Now recently oh. he's been saying that he's like woken himself up, like gagging a couple of times throughout the night. So. I said, "Well, let's get a sleep apnea test." And now he's like, oh, "I refuse." It's like it's like my father refusing to get a hearing aid, even though you have to say things to him 2000 times and it's like purple yellow chicken monkey. Whatever he hears is something entirely different and he interprets it. <laughs> like that's why for for my niece for Christmas, she asked for something I I I, I wish I could remember. I'm going to have, have to ask my mother. Um a purple suitcase, and he heard toothbrush, purple toothbrush. So he was ready to go and get her a toothbrush, and he was like, "Yeah, it's weird, but whatever, she wants it." You know, guys won't do certain things for the sake of their own health. So, but the sleep apnea test, you, it's not like you need to go to a sleep center now. You could—they send it to you, and then they like monitor you through the night and i think you do it for a couple nights and you like hook things up to yourself and it sends signals back to whatever the sleep person is who can hmm. assess it and then they they see if you need a CPAP which will be sexy it'll be like sleeping with bane
2: i really i thought i really thought you had to go someplace for
1: that no cuz my anyway. my brother-in-law ended up get he had sleep apnea and they sent him the stuff and he had to like hook himself up. I don't trust that. I, I, like, I,
2: would, I set myself on fire.
1: I, yeah. Odds are I would short circuit and then it would be like too close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: then you become that robot in short circuit.
1: Oh, you mean number five? Johnny
2: number five. Johnny number five.
1: Johnny. She said, and smiled and in, that in that special way.
0: way. Johnny. Who's Johnny?
1: Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a weird kid. I had a crush on Johnny, Johnny Five when I was a kid. I also had a crush. (laughs) You know the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic band? No. I had a crush on the animatronic guitarist. And here's the triple header. Get ready. Dark Crystal. Jen, the lead guy in the Dark Crystal that was like an elf something. Uh-huh. Puppet had a crush on him.
2: Are you secretly a furry? Yes, that I am. A- this
1: <laughs> is my way of coming out and saying Okay. If you are a Times Square your, Elmo This is your freaky
2: shit?
1: <laughs> this is my freaky shit. This is my this naked is- guy walking around outside of New yeah. Hampshire. Don't judge yeah. me. And Jump
2: uh, up with his kielbasa.
1: And, and, ew. <laughs> And whatever uh, my jewels. Goes on, he's in. He's in the Lion King. For anybody who doesn't know, well, when it goes back on the Broadway, and he goes on for um, Zazu, the blue bird. There's mm-hmm. something about his makeup and him dressed up as a bird. That's a turn on mm-hmm. for me. Okay, bring the outfit home is what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. not the warthog okay. because that's oh, that would just be bad. Yeah. So what I'm, I'm looking for a good. Cookie We've learned monster. a lot. We've learned. Too <laughs> We've learned much. a lot. But when you put a microphone...
2: We've seen too much. We've seen too much.
1: But if you've learned anything from my mother... I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's that my family has no shame. And you give us an inch, we will give you a mile.
2: Or at least a kielbasa.
1: Oh. You know what goes well with a kielbasa? Ah. a specialty cocktail, specialty cocktail. Oh, emphasis specialty on cocktail. and your tail, I see your cocktail, on the side of the mountain, put some <laughs> pants on, it's a specialty drink, no, 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 no,
2: it's a pre cocktail from <laughs> the guy on the hill,
1: milky white, oh, oh, so disgusting,
0: got to the speed, and you know what goes really days. well.
1: <laughs> you know what goes well with a a kielbasa sausage in the morning. This week it's the turnover and shut the hell up. Inspired by the <laughs> snoring horror that came out of the face of James Jules, Ferris's <laughs> late father during his entire upbringing. So for this one, get ready. Oh my God, I'm terrified by this. A half a half ounce vodka, a half ounce tequila, a half ounce light rum. A half-ounce gin and a dash of Coca-Cola, baby. Mix all contents in a highball glass and stir gently. Add a dash of Coca-Cola for coloring and garnish with a lemon or lime twist. Here's the tasting notes. It is said that the root cause of snoring is vibration of the tissues with breathing. Alcohol can lead to enhanced relaxation of muscles during sleep as the muscles of the palate, tongue, neck, and pharynx relax more The airway collapses more. This leads to a smaller airway and greater tissue vibration. Bored yet? Screw the effects, because this drink is going to cause such an evening of snoring that your neighbors will be convinced that you physically morphed into a jackhammer during the night. This variation of a Long Island iced tea has enough alcohol in it to not only relax the muscles in your face and neck during sleep, but it will also relax your mind, sphincter, and crotchety neighbor for the next week. So drink up and sleep well, because tomorrow morning, your sleep-deprived bedmate is going to kill you. That's from James Jones Ferris. That's right. That's the turnover and shut the hell up. I am terrified to sip this. And frankly, I want your can of rosé right now, because it seems (laughs) safe. You ever shotgun one of those things? Just pop the bottom open and... uh,
2: No, I don't shotgun anything. Because
1: you're a lady. My Patty's a lady. All right, here we go. I feel like
2: something's forced down my throat like that.
1: Not even a not even a Hillshire Farms smoked sausage. I got that from well, my jewels once for Christmas because I was like, there's always a smoked sausage at Christmas. So check check oh, this out. I thought
2: you were going to say, you are on Broadway. You might as well have a sausage jump down <laughs> your throat at least one time.
1: I mean, you do it anyway. I don't know what happens when you leave that theater. No judgment. You do what you got to do. Get your rocks glass you, on. You blow you. I
2: mean, you blow me. I mean, you blow someone.
1: <laughs> I mean... I mean have you're addicted. I mean, he, oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh I should have like drunk? I was not ready for any of that. It's so don't get anything flammable near me. Holy <laughs> Jesus. I can see through time. This is like I drink martinis, okay? So I'm used to alcohol, but Christ almighty, I was not ready for this. And look, i like. You're not like,
2: listening to Hamilton. You just saw Hamilton. <laughs>
1: i I traveled back in time and i told him don't drink this cocktail oh look okay you know what it was it was shocking because he gave it to me with a straw and he knows my problem with straws i drink it too fast and so i'm just talking to you like you're in this room and and i went to go sip it like it was water and i wasn't ready for the 100,051 proof alcohol that's it okay i'm going back in Oh, fuck. It's so intense. It's so intense. <laughs> How did I ever survive my 20s? This is the kind of crap that I was ingested. That's it's like I have shivers. That was so. If did- you tasted this thing? It's awful. Did you try it?
2: <laughs> it's literally I like. This. like- this is terrible.
1: Taste it. <laughs> it just is awful. Try it. This smells awful. Smell it. <laughs> You know what it is? That's my butt. It's like, it's like if a kid wants to just try all the alcohol ever, and they grab whatever is in their parents' liquor cabinet, it's and they throw it all in, service. that's not going to make it better. He just poured more coke <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah. you know, talk about polishing a turd. You know what? Everybody should make this if you never want to feel an emotion ever again. Oh, believe it or not, that helped it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I guess the key is more coke, but whether it's the sugar yeah. or the alcohol, you're, I, never gonna s- a nickel. you're never going to You're never going to sleep again. We should have called this rocket fuel. And oh a candle God, in the totally, background. Oh, what? What?
2: Did I forget to tell you that my boss, she's like, "Do you know who? Um, do you know who Joel Grey is? And I said, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> I said, yeah. I, I was like, um, I think I, I think I do. She's like, you know, he's, he's you know lonely because of this pandemic. He's just sitting around. He's just sitting in his apartment by himself. You know, just like Bernadette Peters, just by themselves. Nothing to do. I'm going to put you in contact with Joel Gray. Would you mind going over and talking to him? I'm like, what?
1: Shut your oh, whore mouth. God.
0: This
1: is the best thing that's ever happened to this podcast.
2: So over, she, right? she she emails. So she's like, all of a I get, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. And she's like, would you call him? I'm like, sure. I'm not going to call him. And then Patrick. I get an email. And then I get an email from her with Joel Gray on it. She's like, Hey Joel, just checking in. This is Patrick. He's attached. Maybe he and his husband, will, you know, can come over and, you know, they're into theater and oh, music God. and love the city. And like, if you, if you need it, but I am yet to hear from him. But I was like, This is all full circle now. If this happens,
1: if you don't go over Joel Gray's house, if you don't, I just want to go on record right now saying (laughs) you're not allowed back in this podcast room, okay? I need you, Patrick. I need you to go over to Joel Gray's house and find out if he's still in the bottle. Do you see? Other people are concerned about him. He's so small, and he's going to get lost in there, Patrick. He's got a very large apartment, and I'm worried sick about him because I went in there one time just to clean up and, well, to look in his refrigerator. He has very good fruit selections. So I I went over to, to Joe Gray's apartment. I was like, Joe, where are you? I checked all the bottles. He was nowhere to be found. I moved a planter, and I found him underneath an orchid, and I was like, Joe! Get in my purse. You're coming back with me, baby. You're coming back to Liza Minnelli's nap I'm not going to lie. Seven other people are living there right now. But I, you know, I, I'll just put out a very small cot for you. I have a tampon you can rest on. You're so small. All you need is a little medicated cotton. You're going to go right to sleep. So if you don't go over to Joel Gray's house...
2: Can you even... Can you even <sighs> I I cannot even... But, you know, the thing is, like, she just throws it out there, like, did you know who Joel Grey, have you ever met Joel Grey? Like, basically, like, have I been at a party with Joel Grey? Have I hung out with him? Did I date him? Did I, like, <laughs> as if, like, this is, like, someone in my Rolodex of people that I, like.
1: Like, your, you know that old friend to. of yours, Joel Grey, right? Right. And I want to know what she knows that we don't know. Why, how does she know that he's, like, just alone and sitting in an apartment? And why did she drag Bernadette Peters into it, too?
2: I don't know. Like, I was like, wait, what? I'm like, I don't think they, I don't think either one of them would really appreciate your description of their pandemic life.
1: She's trying to get him a friend, a friend. He's trying, she's trying to do that for Bernadette Peters too. And the only thing I've ever heard like personal, personal wise about um, Bernadette Peters is that she eats half, she splits a kind bar with her assistant.
0: At 11 a.m. every day, I split a kind bar with
1: Natalie. I kid you not. Look up that story. Even... Look up half a kind bar. <laughs> just write, just give yourself a note. Patrick, you didn't, half a kind did bar. he hasn't replied to that email. Have you said anything?
2: No, because that was just, it was just last week and I was like kind of giving it some breath and I was like, all right. So I think. I think I'll just be like, hi, Mr. Gray. I like I can't even, like what do I say? I know exactly like,
1: hi, what like, you say. Can I write it for you, please?
2: Like, welcome, how are you? <laughs> the end but Like, is that what I do? Like, I don't know.
1: I'm sure he'd appreciate that.
2: I mean the fact like I totally was like, Oh yeah, I think I've heard of him as if like I don't know who he is or that he's Jennifer Gray's you know, father, like, I was like, "Mm, I think so. Like, yeah. Like, like, and like Mr. Smith who lives next door. I was like, like in my brain, I'm like, Oh my God. Like what is like.
1: And to try to explain that we have talked about him on the podcast and to try, I have a podcast, you know what? Forget about it. That's.
2: I feel, I I also feel like I'm going to like show up at his house and I'm going to expect like the, the, Late version of Mike TV. Like I'm expecting, like a huge door to open up and like a tiny
0: Joel Gray to be like, "Hey guys!"
2: I just like pick him up, just like,
1: just like you pick him
2: up by the scruff of his neck. There you go. Hey, come here, Joel.
1: I really recommend if he's wearing a vest to just grab him by the back of the vest, because it's enough space where it won't choke him. I've picked him up like that so many times, thrown him in my purse, and then we go for a ride around Central Park on one of them city bikes!